Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Adafruit Show and Tell. Uh, my name is Mick Melissa, and I will be hosting this evening. And uh, tonight we're going to go ahead and start with Brent. Hi, Melissa. Hey. Uh, over the last week or so, we released um, UART components on Whippersnapper. And what that means is like sensors like this, like PM2.5 uh, air quality sensor can now be used with Whippersnapper. Um, and it's exciting because like, this is something we've wanted to do for a while. Um, it will allow us to support things like, I already have like a GPS um, module wired up that we'll be supporting soon. So we can like get device location online um, and do all these like things that are typically really difficult um, within like a couple of clicks on the website. So I have this wired up. It's actually an old project that I've repurposed. Um, I wrote this for the learning guide a while ago. It has an air quality sensor in it, um, a temperature sensor, and just uh, like this is an ESP32 S3. And I've had this sitting on my desk all day. And um, like all the data can be graphed. Uh, the stove turned on during this time. So you can see it like jump up because there's more particulate matter in the apartment. Um, and each board like has its own UART pin. So we're using the hardware UART for speed. Um, so like if the board presents hardware UART pins, we're going to use those. But for boards like the ESP8266 or like the RP2040 that don't have physical UART pins, we've assigned pins. And then um, we switch to like the software UART dynamically. So like you never see this happen, but it happens really seamlessly behind the scenes. And that's what I've been working on. I have just thought about doing like the PIO for doing like on the Raspberry Pi or the RP2040. Maybe. I haven't thought about it. I don't have an issue out for it yet. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what I would do with it, but it's definitely an idea on how to make it easier. Yeah, I'll also um, probably make it faster than the software. Yeah, I think the the implementation I'm using is the Raspberry Pi Arduino core. And I think they use the software serial library because like they use that for Wi-Fi. But okay. I wonder if the, there's a PIO implementation to use. That's a good point. I didn't even okay. consider it. How okay. into it. Yeah. Well, thank you for stopping by. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one. You too. And next up, I'm going to bring in John. Hey, how you doing? Hey. All right, so I am I'm carefully uh, aligning a thing here because I have a project partly working that I want to show off. Uh, and actually, I'm going to mess up what's on the screen there for a second to show. So this is a, um, a power washer nozzle uh, gun from a real pressure washer. Uh, and I have gutted it and put inside of it a, a microcontroller, a nine-off sensor, and also an I2C uh, breakout board for a WeChuck remote uh, or, or joystick. Uh, and so what I'm doing is playing this game pressure washer or power wash simulator rather, which is a pressure washer game. Uh, and you can see here, I'm now able to, uh, even though I'm, I'm having a look at that screen through another screen, so I'm, I'm a little backwards, uh, but I'm able to, instead of using a mouse and keyboard or a trackpad or something like that, uh, I'm able to use the uh, nozzle orientation uh, both up, down, and left, right to change the orientation of the pressure washer in the game. And now I'm also, uh, I just added this uh, WeChuck so that I have some buttons to work with so I can 
as you can see here, I can very satisfyingly start to spray off the uh, patio here on this filthy house. And I can also use the uh, the thumb stick there to, to walk around. Let me go up to this wall over here. Uh, and let's say I want to do some, some washing over here. Uh, wash up and down like that. I've also got another button on the uh, little Wii controller I'm using to change the orientation on the nozzle. So now you can see it's it's a wider uh, spray left and right if you're doing something horizontally. Um, so this has been uh, a lot of fun to get this project up and running and and much more fun to now actually have it inside of a uh, an actual pressure washer nozzle. Um, and so now I'm also working uh, with Jan Goolsby, C. Grover, on taking some of your code, Melissa, that's used for calibration on uh, this sensor, the BNO055, and make some... Uh, some auto calibration stuff that we can do at the beginning so that the orientation is where you want. Because right now it's essentially based on a heading. We're getting an Euler angle based on uh, the magnet, uh, magnetic sensor in there, as well as the, the gyro and accelerometer. Um, but if I wanted to play the game facing that way, well, now it's just going to be spinning endlessly. So we want to have a, uh, a little relative offset that we can uh, control when we, when we get set up. So that is what I'm working on. And, uh, I've got a lot of lot of uh, washing to do here because this is a filthy, filthy patio. Uh, do you have any free buttons still left on the Wii? Unfortunately, well, yes and no. Uh, there's just two buttons there. There's the joystick that I'm using for movement, but this does have an accelerometer in it. So potentially that could be used for stuff like, hey, if I lean it sideways, that gives me uh, an input. So we've, we've got a, a few uh, orientation things we could probably use that for. Okay. Um, some combos too. What were you thinking? I was thinking you could have a, a button assigned so it kind of recenters uh, where you're at. Uh -huh. Yeah, recenter would be good. You know, also I'm not using all the axes of this, so maybe tilting this gun on its side, like a roll, uh, in one way or another, could be could be an input. Yeah. Uh, we were suggesting maybe straight up and straight down for a certain amount of time could be used for something. Although in this game, you do tend to point it right down at the ground a lot, so. Uh, maybe maybe it would have to be uh, one of the roll axes or something like that. So. Yeah, like if you want to change your nozzle or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good one. You you can change the nozzle out on the game, and and uh, I don't have a way to do that, but I, I I'd love to uh, get all those in there as possible. Also, I don't know if this one does uh, tap detection, but maybe doing some sort of a, like a nozzle change with that kind of a, a tap would be would be possible. Um, or yeah. Or or you could add a, um, one of the ones that does have the tap protection on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, great, great suggestions. Thank you. Yeah, so this will yeah, be no progress here. But as I uh, get it closer, uh, I'll, I'll publish a guide so that people can uh, use this sensor for kind of anything they want, uh, maybe in combination with this. Or if they're gung really gung-ho about uh, Power Wash Simulator, then they can get get washing because it's, it's a mess. It's a filthy, filthy mess. Pretty cool. Thank you for coming by and showing that off. You bet. Thanks. Take care. Thanks. And next up, we have Jeremy. Hi. Hi. So, um, uh, so in, in a week from Saturday, there's going to be a solar eclipse. It's going to be an annular solar eclipse. Um, so, uh, what, for those of us who are in the right swath of the country, um, you're going to see a nice ring of fire. And I was thinking what would make like a nice citizen science project where I could collect some data and just kind of, you know, see stuff. And um, 
Luckily, you guys have a great selection of sensors. So I've just kind of assembled some things ad hoc here. I've got uh, a UV sensor. I've got a um, uh, multi um, uh, uh, light sensor that measures a variety of different uh, spectrums in the visible range and infrared. I've got a magnetometer and um, I've got a temperature and humidity sensor. And uh, I'm in Austin and uh, the eclipse is going to miss me by probably about 50 miles. So I'm planning on driving down to San Antonio that day. And uh, I'm planning on leaving one of these at my house and then one, I'll bring one with me to San Antonio. I'm just going to collect whatever I get and uh, uh, see what happens. Um, the eclipse is going to, uh, it's going to run from, from Oregon all the way down through Texas. And um, so, you know, anybody who's in that kind of corridor is going to get a really great show, but it is going to cover the entire country. Like even if you're up in, in like New York, it's going to block out, you know, maybe 10% of the sun. Um, so, you know, I'd say to anybody who's watching and interested, grab yourself a pair of um, eclipse glasses now, because, uh, you know, even if you're, you know, way outside the band, there might still be something to see. And um, yeah, that that's pretty much it. Cool. I'm wondering if I'm in the band there in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, you uh, might be pretty close to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to take uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, so, are you gonna, do you have any plans uh, what to do with that data? Uh, not yet. I'm kind of collect it first and then just parse through it and see what I get. Uh, see if there's any kind of interesting data to pull out of it. Um, yeah. If, if there is something, I'll be back in a few weeks and I'll, I'll share what I find. Um, I'll post in the Discord. I've got uh, I, I posted the code as it is right now. It's extremely rough, but uh, I'm planning on working on some more this weekend. But uh, I'll post in the Discord a link to that as well. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for stopping by and showing that off. Sure thing. Thanks for having me. Thanks. And uh, we have Dan up next, and uh, currently he is the last person, unless somebody else stops by. Uh, I'll have him finish up. Hi. Hey, thanks so much. Hi. Um, so last week, I made a joke in the chat about switching from 3D printing to pottery because of all the 3D printing drama that's been going on. And so I thought I would show off um, the, a smart lamp that I had been working on. So I threw this lamp, like made this out of porcelain, uh, because I smashed the one beside my bed. And so it's got inside a... Um, uh, one of those LEDs, it's like a one watt-ish LED with a kind of like a 2.8 volt drop on it. And I have to power it a little um, constant current buck that I put on uh, Pico W and uh, works pretty well, sort of overkill, but, but is pretty good. So the two things that I thought people might find interesting is um, ESP Home actually now has firmware for the Pico W. And so you can really easily make things that integrate into Home Assistant with that collection of firmware. It works pretty good. Um, and the little constant current buck like is the first surface mount thing I've ever made and it works and I was kind of amazed. So that was pretty cool. Um, so I recommend that. And um, the other thing that might be interesting to folks is, so the Pico doesn't have, or the RP2040 doesn't have a touch peripheral, um, but there is, I found, some code to use the PIOs to watch uh, how long it takes a pin to get pulled up or down by the internal pull-ups, which happens quite fast. So like in the old days, you would use like a one meg pull down or something and then see how like charge a pin up and then see how long it took to flip to the other direction. 
Um, because the PIO is so fast, you can do that just with the internal pull-ups, even though the time constant's a lot shorter. So you don't need to pull up, down, and um, it seems to be pretty reliable. So um, those were two things I kind of discovered on this project. So that's that. Cool. Thank you for showing that. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good use of the PIO for that. It might be a good thing for um, CircuitPython Touch.io. I don't know. Like, it might be something to think about integrating into that, which currently has the kind of like uh, older school, assuming the one meg pull up approach, which works great. Um, but for the RP2040, it might be interesting to add the PIO option. So don't know. Yeah. Well, thank you for stopping by. Thank you. And uh, that's it. So uh, thank you for stopping by to watch the show and tell. We'll have Ada Fruit ask an engineer in about 18 minutes, at, or 17 now, just changed on me. And uh, so stick around for that.